You're listening to Recruiter Connections, a conversational podcast with industry professionals about career success. My name is Simone Roberts. Today, we'd like to share with you the top five questions we get from our clients. So, Marla, what do you get from using a recruitment agency? That is a good question. And I do get that question a lot. Really, what the answer to that question is, is that a recruitment agency is there as an an outsourced part of your business. So when you're busy focusing on the core areas of what you're good at in your business, you use a recruitment agency to attract the best talent to your business because that's what they're specialist at. And what I say to a lot of my clients is that we do this all day, every day, particularly because we're specialists within our market. Um, you know, we know the we know the industry, we know who's around. We spend a lot of time keeping in touch with people who may have got in touch with us in the past, whether it's three months, six months, 12 months, even five or six or seven, even 10 years, I've had situations where I've been keeping in touch with somebody or they may have been a client and they want to move on. So really um, using, you know, a specialist recruitment agency such as us, Recruiter, uh, you know, our clients do get access to knowing about the best people when they are ready to move. Absolutely. So just on that, how do you attract or how, how, do I, how do I attract and retain talent to my business? That's another question we get a lot. It is another question we get a lot. It's a really big question and I think um, there's so many different components to this and each business uh, has, you know, is really good in some areas and not so good in others. One of the key things that I think is really important that a lot of businesses don't put a lot of um, emphasis on is their online profile, in particular their website. Um, you know, it's amazing when I talk to candidates what the what they've gleaned from somebody's website and the um, and I guess the assumptions that they make, you know, from a person's website. So. I've got clients that say, well, we don't want to put our staff profiles up because that's going to mean that everybody can headhunt all our staff. But that may may or may not be true. <laughs> but what, it, what happens is that they don't show, you know, how great maybe their diversity is or what kind of fabulous people they have in their business that might attract other people that want to work with those staff. Um you know, other people have made comments on, well, I've gone on this person's, this company's profile and everybody's named a director. That seems a bit top heavy. So just, I mean, you never, you know, there's not one answer to this question, um, but definitely really thinking about your online profile and your website is a really key thing because that's how a lot of people get their first impressions of a business. So I think that that's one of the key things. As I could probably talk about this for a long time. Absolutely. But, yeah. So the other question that we get a lot, how can I make sure the people I recruit stick with us? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. And again, you know, I think that this is really down to the recruitment process. I think, um, you know, a bit of a plug for, for, for us at Recruiter, part of the process is the very upfront work that's done when somebody decides that they want to look at another opportunity. And we spend a lot of time initially with people, you know, sitting down, having a coffee, 
finding out about their life, what makes them tick and what they want. And sometimes out of that initial meeting, it turns out that they don't really even want to move where they're, where they're working and they love where they're working, but they might have a couple of problems that they don't know how to approach and don't know how to deal with. And when we talk them through that, they get those issues resolved with their boss or their supervisor and they stay. So, you know, it's qualifying very early on upfront. Um, and, you know, a lot of agencies are, uh, don't do this very well um, and there are uh, you know many that do it well so I think if you're going to use a recruitment agency it's using one that you know does this upfront work so by the time that you get them um, they actually you know know what they want and the match is made so what you're offering them is um, what they want and then you know in terms of making them stick in your business the the whole process with what you promise in the interview and making sure that that is delivered on um, and onboarding people properly so they're feeling like they're part of the team. Um, and really, you know, I think there are some instances where people simply won't work out, you know, and there's stuff that's out of anybody's control. But making sure you get the best chance is is doing all that work up front. I think, and also promising, you know, if you promise something in an interview with that candidate that it is delivered on. Absolutely. Motivations, expectation, reality. Yeah, that's right. If you are a professional in the engineering or built environment space and would like to connect with us, you can find out our details at our website, www.recruitr.com.au. Another big question we get, why would I use contract staff? They're not as loyal as permanent staff. Mm, Good question. So contract staff are really fabulous for, particularly in the areas that we work, as you know, Simone, in engineering and built environment, um, for businesses that do have peaks and troughs in their workload. And contract staff can be really fantastic in filling up those um, those peaks um, and, you know, pick up, put, put down type staff when, you know, you then don't have that workload anymore. It means that you're not employing permanent people and then putting them off and you're not getting a reputation for doing that. So there's no evidence to say that contract staff are not as loyal as permanent staff and particularly in Brisbane – you know, there's there's a lot of people that just might be contract for a period of time for whatever reason. They might have be out of work and or they might be, um, you know, have had some personal issues and they just want to contract because they're not ready to commit to a business yet or, or they want to feel out the organisation first um, before they go permanent. A lot of contract staff do end up going permanent as well and it's a good way to, to try out per, a person if they're, available to do contract before you take them permanent. So there's lots of different ways, um, you know, that you can utilise that that contract um, need, I guess, uh, or that, you know, contract staff for your business that really benefits 
your business. And, you know, in, in the recruitment process, again, you know, it's the same thing that you're doing for a permanent person. Your recruitment agency should do their screening up front. Um, they should be properly referenced. Uh, and there's no, you know, there's nothing to suggest really that contract staff are any less than permanent staff at all. You know, there's some really fantastic um contract workers out there and they can really benefit your business so absolutely particularly when they are as recruit you know recruiter obviously we have a number of contractors who are loyal to that to us and we keep them in contract so yeah yeah that's right and so you know that they've worked out at a previous company they've done a great job many previous companies absolutely absolutely yep so look final question what are my competitors doing that's an interesting one we get a lot isn't it that is, and I think that that's one of the benefits of, you know, I guess what we do, Simone, and the relationships that we have with our clients in this market is that we do, you know, again, we're doing this every day. We know what everybody's up to. We're very careful with confidentiality, you know, and so whilst we have lots of people, um, I guess, um, confiding in us is the word I'm looking for, Um about stuff that's really, you know, personal and really confidential to their business, we definitely make sure we don't share that information. But generally around different sharing of ideas, I think, you know, how are people doing this and and what are some of the things that you're experiencing and is it busy, Marla? <laughs> is everybody busy? And anecdotally, we can share that information. Um, it's very valuable, I think, you know, certainly I think Simone in it, we're lucky in our recruitment network to have a lot of people that we used to work with and so we know lots of people who own their own recruitment businesses and we're in a good position that we can reach out to those people and share information and, and get a boost if we need it and whatever. Absolutely. Um, and share ideas and, and I think that sometimes, you know, in engineering people are busy, they don't necessarily have those connections, they maybe don't have those relationships to reach out. So we can we can be that that barometer per- of yeah, the industry exactly absolutely yep. yep yeah thank you for sharing those comments today Marla and if you've got a question you'd like us to answer you can find us at recruitr.com.au thank you for listening to the Recruiter Connections podcast my name is Marla Lidikins and my podcast partner is Simone Roberts we are specialist recruiters for the engineering and built environment sector you can find us at recruitr.com.au